A lot of people approach this idea of preparation and meal prep and like we have this idea, especially when we look through social media, Kim, around if I don't prepare every single dish for an entire week, then I'm not doing justice to the meal prep process. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. I am very excited to be joined by Coach Kim Shutt to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple community. Coach Kim, what's going on? Not much. How's it going? It is going well. Let, let me set some context to the conversation. So Tuesday, we were talking in our team coaching meeting and we were kind of talking about um, some of the things that clients are struggling with right now and sort of the idea that clients uh, oftentimes feel like they need to have these intricate like meal plans, recipe guides. Um, like they need to be putting together these seemingly complex dishes that are all extremely healthy. And if they're not doing any of those things, then they're not going to make the progress. And of course, you and I both know from, you know, very long time of doing what it is that we do that that's simply not the case. And oftentimes more simplistic is better. Hence the name of this community, uh, you know, smart nutrition made simple. And so we thought it would be a good idea to have a candid conversation around some of the things that you and I do and that we share with clients in order to help them plan and prepare more effectively without feeling like they need to make it too complex, without feeling like they need to have these intricate recipe guides. And so before we jump into that, what I would love to do, because I don't know how familiar our community is with you. Obviously, you're working with a lot of clients as part of BSL Nutrition, but I would love for you just to introduce yourself and, and maybe just a little bit of your background about how you got here. Um, <laughs> my name is Kim Shutt, and gosh, I have been in health and wellness for a very long time, PE teacher and health teacher for 11 years. I've been a volleyball coach, trainer, I've done all the things. So a collegiate well, athlete. I was just going to say that former collegiate athlete, uh, woo -woo, Cal Poly. Um, so there's, I've been in this, this field for a very long time. I also have three children and a husband. So very busy. You are our clientele. We are our clientele. Like, mm -hmm. I think we are, we're spitting examples of sort of the busy working professional um, with, you know, kids and active lifestyles. And so we're by no means in situations where we're doing um, anything that's not unreasonable for anyone else to do, despite the fact that we've been doing this for a long time. It doesn't mean that we do anything different, nor that you necessarily need to do anything different. I'm curious, um, and, and still like before we get into this, what got you into this space? I think I've always had a passion for health and wellness and nutrition. Uh, my oldest, as you know, had a lot of severe food allergies that spiraled me into meeting with nutritionists and uh, registered dietitians. And I mean, we were going from doctor to doctor to figure out what was going on with him. I was nursing at the time. 
realized how much better I felt when I was eating healthier foods and not fast foods. So it just really created this new adventure for us. Fast forward 15 years and we're still doing it. Yeah. Families benefited from it tremendously. You know, you have a, a very unique understanding of what our clientele go through in terms of really having to take a hard look at their existing behaviors and lifestyle and really making considerable and concerted change into acknowledging and creating more awareness around, are these foods serving me? Are they not? And, and similar to me, you know, my own health journey is you had to really um, dig into like, what are we doing right now? And what, how do we need to change things to make sure that I'm supporting the health of my son and my family moving forward? And it seems like that has kind of spurred, you know, your trajectory in, in health and wellness to being the fantastic coach that you are today. Well, thank you. When we say you are your, your true health detective or your nutrition detective, we fully understand what that means because we've experienced things ourselves. And I didn't say, but I was, I did have gestational diabetes with my third child. So that was a whole nother eye-opening experience. Yeah. And so now you are even more qualified <laughs> to not only talk to food sensitivities, and but to blood sugar regulation. And I know you're just geeking out on thyroid dysfunction. <laughs> so it's, it's awesome because you know, you are, are someone who loves to learn, which is part of why you're part of our BSL communities, because all of you who are within our community, you know how much emphasis we place on continuing education, on making sure that we're leveraging cutting edge principles of nutrition and fitness and lifestyle and supplementation. And that's been certainly my background for my entire career. So anyways, let's get into the meat of this stuff. Um, no pun intended of... <laughs> Let's talk simple meal planning strategies. And like I said, I think a lot of people approach this idea of like preparation and meal prep. And like, we have this idea, especially when we look through social media, Kim, around if I don't prepare every single dish for an entire week and like envision you know, needing to have the glass containers all, or plastic containers all lined up and have all of your meals for the week, then I'm not like doing... Uh, justice to the meal prep process. So let's kind of talk about maybe the way that you approach meal planning and ways where we can really help our clients make it extremely simple. So for reference, I have done the meals where I did the trays, I did all of the things and I shortly realized I did not have enough time in my weekend to do that every single weekend. So some of the strategies I currently implement and have for a long time, and I advise my clients on is planning proteins um, and pre-cooking bulk amounts of proteins. I mean, I have a 15-year-old boy who eats probably more than I do and my husband do. So when, and when you we eat a cook, lot. <laughs> and I, I do eat a lot. I'm not a small girl. So um, we definitely do, I'm talking like six pounds of chicken thighs, like seven pounds of chicken thighs on Sunday night. Um, last night we cooked a huge tri-tip and two pounds of chicken thighs. And we have nothing left for today after we had our, our prep meal. So we do bulk prep protein. And I tend to bulk prep vegetables too. And then we use those through a variety of ways throughout the week. 
We tend to do another bulk prepping day on Wednesday or Thursday because like I said, that that meat just does not last very long. So the simpler, the better. Um, carbohydrates, we kind of pick and choose. We keep a very, we like the Kinder's garlic seasoning. Um, it's neutral. It goes with every meal from Asian dishes to a chicken wrap. So that's one of the, the, the seasonings that we like to use because when I'm cooking chicken thighs, sometimes I do a stir fry with them. Sometimes I'm doing wraps. Sometimes we're doing um, chicken, barbecue chicken sandwiches. We use what we cooked on Sunday to last at least for a few days in our house because we don't have yeah. time to cook every single night. So you're, you're pre-preparing a bunch of protein and mm-hmm. probably cooking it in a bunch of different ways. So grilling it or baking it or, you know, sauteing it or whatever. And you use just some basic seasonings with it mm-hmm. and then cooking some vegetables on the side. And then you'll kind of combine things as you see fit throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, what I'll say is we're not dissimilar to that is we will oftentimes probably every couple of nights will cook up a specific protein, or I will cook a couple of them up on the weekend, you know, whether it's five or six pounds of chicken breast and, you know, do like three or four pounds of ground beef. And then we have it in containers and I'll just typically season it similar as I'll use like, um, whether it's like the ground beef could be the Kinder's taco seasoning or just salt and pepper for the chicken or whatever, you know, basic seasonings. And then we'll typically kind of combine it with just depending on what's going on with our time for that given day. And so we know we've got the protein in the fridge. It just becomes a matter of, are we going to use the Trader Joe's frozen rice? Are we going to just make a crock pot or an Instapot rice? Are we going to do baked potatoes or roasted potatoes? Um, And then we also will do usually like pre-prepared, whether it's like the Madras lentils that you can get at Costco. I don't know if you guys have had those, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's basically a, a kind of a bag of almost like a lentil stew that you can mix with beef, that you can mix with chicken, that's high in fiber, that's super nutrient dense. Um, Sometimes we'll do like the pre-prepared Kevin's meals. Now those obviously already have the protein in them, but they're very easy to make quickly. Um, And then we'll combine, you know, some different lower calorie sauces here Mm -hmm. and there, whether it's uh, sriracha sauce, whether it's a low calorie barbecue sauce, salsas, um, all of those types of things. So it's really easy to kind of just spice things up. Hey friends, quick pause in this episode for an exciting announcement. I'm thrilled to let you know that we've officially partnered with Fullscript to create our own very high-end quality supplement store. Fullscript is the number one online dispensary for professional-grade supplements. And while we do have our own small retail shop for our Complete Essentials training formula, we're often asked for recommendations when it comes to products outside of those that we carry. Now, as you probably have realized, the internet is the Wild West when it comes to supplements, and it's tough to find many of the best products from a reliable source and at an affordable price. 
I've heard many stories of people ordering something off Amazon and receive something completely different in the bottle, which can actually be quite dangerous when it comes to nutritional supplements. And so in the BSL Nutrition Full Script Dispensary, we've hand-selected a few dozen of our personal favorites, and we've broken them into easily searchable categories, including Ben's favorites. Now, the best part of this situation is that due to the buying power of groups, we're able to get you a 15% off retail pricing on the entire catalog of professional products in our shop. These are brands like Designs for Health, Biotics, Research, Biopotanical Research, Microbiome Labs, Seeking Health, and more. So just click on the Join BSL Nutrition Supplement Shop in the show notes to create your free account and place your first order. Orders over $50 receive free shipping on top of our 15% discount on everything. And just so you know, the criteria we use to determine what went into the shop is, is the product something we would recommend and or take ourselves and give to our kids? Is the product of the highest quality? And can we provide a lower cost than is available anywhere else on the web? Now, we sincerely hope this helps you save money and acquire the highest quality products for you and your family. And let's get back to the show. What I would love to hear from you is how you also feed the kids. Cause I think a lot of people have questions and concerns around having to make things separate to what they make for their kids and having that feel like a, a pretty massive inconvenience. Yeah. I didn't actually speak to the carbohydrate intake. I mean, when we do carbs, I mean, all bulk cook rice or we'll, we kind of do the similar things like you do. Um, we do the quinoa and rice that you can heat up in 90 seconds in the microwave, the seeds of change, I think it is. And it kind of changes every night. That's why I don't tend to bulk cook too much of the carbohydrates. As for the kids, we adopted this from early on that our, our kids eat what we eat um, just by the nature of Brody's food allergies. Um, we have been gluten-free, so he's recently gluten-free. So we've kind of adopted this gluten-free in our house, which has been a, a change for us for a while. So yeah. um, we tend to cook things that they enjoy. We, we don't not have hamburgers in our house. We eat hamburgers and we eat French fries, but we make our own sweet potato French fries and we cook them in our air fryer. Um, honestly, our kids don't eat anything different than we do. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't make separate meals for them. Even our three-year-old, he will eat everything that we eat, but we eat, I feel like we eat normal foods. No, we're not going out and eating, you know, get pizza, have pizza all the time, but we'll make pizza at home and we'll just make it how everybody likes it. And they eat the same stuff we do. So do ours. And I think that if there was something that I would encourage people to do is to just feed your children assuming you're making healthier decisions, like, listen, they're going to, you're going to lead by example and they're going to do what you do invariably. And so if you're the one that puts the food on the table, then why don't you just set the precedent of that? They're going to eat what you eat. Now I say that with the caveat that I do find myself in with full transparency in situations where sometimes I will make different things for the kids, but I'll still leverage the same staples Mm -hmm. that we just talked about. So it wouldn't be unreasonable for us to have, you know, a taco night and Christine and I will have ground beef over brown rice and use, you know, some salsas or um, sour cream or something like that. But then 
I'll make, you know, Caleb might just eat just the ground beef and then maybe I'll make Ava a quesadilla with the ground beef in it. You know, so we're still leveraging the same stuff by that same token as there's nights where we'll just have just protein and vegetables and the kids will want to add a pasta, you know, to it. We can still use the same protein sources and then they can choose to have the ground beef with a pasta sauce and noodles or just the noodles, whatever. So there's, I think that the beautiful thing about having some of those staples is there's a lot of different combinations that you can make. And we're not relegated to just following like one specific recipe that in my opinion can really be a pain in the butt Mm -hmm. um, in the grand scheme of things, because you're just making one thing and then you're relegated to that and there's not much flexibility. And for the kids, I think it's important to have a little bit of flexibility, maybe to meet them where they are and, mm-hmm. and also so that you have more options uh, moving forward. Right. With that being said, like when I cook my bulk protein, I do keep it pretty basic. So I just had this right. um, conversation with a client, like I won't take the sweet baby rays and put it in the crock pot with, with the right. meat because my goals are a little bit different than my children, of course. So we add the sweet baby rays later, the barbecue sauce, because I know I'm not going to have as much as them. So tonight I'm making um, shredded beef tacos. So their toppings might be a little bit different than my toppings. But in all reality, we do eat a lot of the same foods, but we use those staples throughout the week. And we, my kids are older. I have a 15 year old and a 12 year old. And sometimes we call those fend for yourself nights. <laughs> totally. And that's, we do that in our house, like fend for yourself. You know what you can do, figure yep. it out. And, and they do. And the older kids will make tacos or whatever out of what we already have prepped. And then our three-year-old will make him something different. So I'm not saying that we don't ever make separate meals. Um, but typically we eat the same stuff. What you said there is that you do eat a lot of the same meals, uh, the same foods. Mm -hmm. And what I would encourage people with is be okay, like eating the same stuff over and over again, especially if weight loss is your goal. You know, if you're a client, you understand that we talk so much about awareness around consistency, around simplicity, around repetition, and about being able to effectively manage your calories. And the more variability that we have into our menu, oftentimes the less control that we have, oftentimes the less awareness that we have, and oftentimes the more stress that that induces into the situation. So why is it not unreasonable for us to eat the same things over and over again? And so by that same token, it's say, why can't you have the same dinner multiple nights in a row? Why can't you, whatever it is that you have for dinner, why can't you have that for lunch and dinner the next day, right? Because if we know that that aspect of repetition and simplicity is going to allow you to manage your calories, allow you to be in control of the foods that you consume and allow you to manage your stress and keep things as simplistic as possible, then that's only a win, right? Absolutely. Keeping it simple. That's what I tell all my clients. I keep it simple. I'm, I mean, I'm not a gourmet cook. There are times when my husband and I like to make more extensive meals, but that tends to happen on the weekend when we have more time. But during the week, I have my no brainer staples that we keep in the house. And we know that there's always something that's going to meet our goals versus 
well, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's just order pizza. You know, there's always something in the house. How do you encourage clients to think through this process? How do you encourage them to to get started with it, to have the the tools to be able to kind of plan and prepare effectively now that we've established this level of simplicity that we encourage? Yeah. A lot of times we talk about, okay, do you make a list on Sunday? I just had this conversation this morning. Are you making a list on Sunday? Okay. What does that look like? Okay. And then we talk about their meals, their dinners. If they can plan out their dinners for the week, then they have a pretty good plan because whatever they eat for dinner, they can eat for lunch the next day. Um, and they can simply add that into chronometer pretty easily. Um, you can, we do talk about what kind of proteins do you actually enjoy? Because some people really love chicken breasts, but they don't like chicken breasts when they cook it in bulk. They like having chicken thighs when they're cooked in bulk. Cause they're not as dry, which I agree, right. but I agree. you know, what do you enjoy having that you don't mind eating over and over that you can make in a variety of different ways. And then it's like, Oh, I really like steak. Okay, cool. What can we do with steak that you can eat it in a variety of different ways that maybe you can cook it on Sunday and you can have steak wraps and you can have steak with quinoa and broccoli. And so, you know, we just, we really break down the process into smaller, simpler steps. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. Um, the one thing I, I think the one takeaway that I would like to leave people with is just coming back to this idea of simplicity. And, and oftentimes the conversations that we have with clients will revolve around absolving themselves of, of the idea that they need to have, like I said, a complex recipe or any recipe for that matter. Like you don't need a recipe guide. Mm-hmm. What are the proteins that you like? Right? Choose two or three or four proteins. What are the starchy carbs that you like? Maybe it's rice, maybe it's potato, maybe it's sourdough bread, maybe it's squash. What are the vegetables that you like? And choose a number of vegetables and simply have one or two ways of cooking each and every one of those and have a couple, three, four, five different seasonings and lower calorie dressings uh, that you can use with each of those, say, proteins, and then just mix and match. Mm-hmm. And you can come up with an uh, innumerable number of uh, options that you can then put together. And it eliminates the stress involved. It, it allows for the variety that you're looking for without the quote-unquote boredom of being bored of the same foods. And you know what? I'd also challenge that idea of like, it's okay to be bored with your meals. Not every meal needs to be a gourmet meal. And if your goal is weight loss, you better be comfortable with the idea of having simple, relatively boring meals, maybe just spicing it up with different spices, different dressings, stuff like that. Keeping it simple. That's repeatable. If you can repeat it it and be consistent with it, then you're going to make progress for sure. So start slow, choose a couple different options that you know you can 100% commit to, that you enjoy, that you can put on autopilot, and you can start to get more fancy from there as you get more comfortable with the process. So we'll leave it at that. Coach Kim, thank you for your time. We appreciate you. We love you. Catch you guys later on uh, in the week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, 
Here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 